Welcome to the Whiteboard Session, Examining Our Faith, based on Luther's Small Catechism. This week, Pastor Jung talks about the first article of the Apostles' Creed, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Let's listen in. Welcome, everyone, as we uh, continue on uh, with uh, examining the faith. Uh, today, in our Whiteboard Sessions, uh, we continue on with the Apostles' Creed. A creed, uh, or in the Latin, uh, credo, or for uh, Spanish, uh, creer, right? This is basically what we believe, teach, and confess. When someone asks us, who is God, or what does it mean to believe in God, I think it's very important that we know that answer. Because if we don't know that answer, it really, well, not only is a great disservice to those that are asking the question, but even for ourselves, if we don't know exactly what we believe in God, uh, that can be a very alarming reality for us in the faith. Because our faith in God um, is everything. And discovering that faith in God, um, well, it is found in the creed. Now, what is the creed? Uh, also known as... Uh, the rule of faith, uh, the creed, which is the Apostles' Creed, provides the answer to that very question, who is God? Who is God? Uh, based on the doctrine uh, that God gave through the Apostles, the Apostles didn't write the creed. That's something that we quickly assume since it's the Apostles' Creed. But it's based on what they taught, especially uh, Peter's Matthew 16, 16, um, who do you say I am? Uh, Peter says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So based on this confession of faith, the Apostles' Creed uh, was written, first appearing in the late 300 after the year of our Lord, 300 AD. Um, and there uh, the creed provided for all of us, even today, uh, the root of our foundation in His, um, in his Holy Word. Um, the creed basically tells us what we believe, teach, and confess. It gives us a good framework of uh, what it means to believe in God. And, and I can't emphasize enough how much we need framework, because if we're going to live in a cookie-cutter faith where we pick and choose what we want to believe, teach, and confess, um, it's a very daunting path to go down, because when someone asks what we believe, if we answer, it's kind of like this, it's kind of like that, well, it's kind of like this, and it's kind of like that, well, you know, it's kind of like this, and maybe a little bit of that, it quickly signals not only to the hearer, but to ourself, the question, what do I really believe? Now, the creed, the Apostles' Creed, including the Nicene Creed and the Athanasian Creed, which we'll probably hold to another day, in the future sometime, uh, but it's in this Apostles' Creed uh, that all of those answers or all of those questions about God are answered, right? So the creed looks like I ran out of space, but it's okay. And I don't know why I did all capitals and then little ones here. I'm weird. Anyways, so we see the creed, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That is the creed divided into three articles. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. This is God. Right? 
One God, three persons. One God, three persons. Not three gods, but one God. Very important to remember. I know you're trying to, in your uh, mind, trying to picture what that looks like, and I understand. It's such a profound thing that we have in the Trinity, as we call it, the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Tri, and this divine God, that we have the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But what we believe, teach, and confess is that we have one God in three persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, Father, we look at Him as a Creator. Son, He is the Redeemer. Holy Spirit, the Sanctifier. Creator, Redeemer, Sanctifier. Who is my God? He has made all things. Who is my God? He saved me from sin, death, and the power of the devil by sending me his Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, who shed his body and blood on the cross for our sins, that in his death and resurrection, we have eternal life, forgiveness, and salvation. Sanctifier, the Holy Spirit. How am I made holy? By the Holy Spirit who has called, gathered, enlightened me, who has kept me in the true faith, uh, who has brought me to the faith, to this word, to believe in who Jesus is for me. Right? So when we talk about who is God, these, this is your bullseye. This is your boom, 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 your bullet point. And again, when someone asks you who is God, this is what you should go to um, as you define who God is. Because if we, again, as I said earlier, if we go on the path of it's something like this or something like that, and we go down these rabbit trails, we're really missing the point of what the uh, creed gives to us in this three-part description. So today, um, uh, we're going to continue with the creation. So the first part of the creed is, I believe, again, the creed, what do we believe, teaching and confess? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Right? So the subject of this creed is God himself. Who is God? He is the Father, not just any Father, but the Almighty Father, the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, that He is the Almighty God that is over all things. That is what we are confessing in this creed, that we depend on the Father for all things, that we are His children, and that we need our Father. We need God. It really breaks down our ego and pride, thinking that we are the gods of our lives, when in fact, when we say, I believe in God the Father Almighty, what we're really saying is, I need my Father to care for me, to give me all things, that my life is contingent upon who He is and what He has done for me. That's the Father Almighty. But how does He show us His mightiness? He is the Maker of heaven and earth. Maker of heaven and earth. So what does this mean? I believe, as it reads in the Catechism, I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that He has given me my body and soul, eyes and ears and all my members, my reason, all my senses, and still 
takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all that I have. He richly daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does out only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. So we see right here clearly when we, when we speak of God, we believe that he is a God that has given us all things. Um, as a Father Almighty, when I, when I say and when we say what we believe, I believe um, in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. This should come to our mind in our faith. Being, he gives me my members, my senses, all that I have, right? And he, what does he do? He, he still takes care of them. Right? He continues to provide for our being, right? Um, he, he continues to sustain us in this physical body. And he still, uh, whether it's our body or soul, eyes and ears and all of our members, he still takes care of them. This is very important. Every single day we thank the Lord because without his provision of this life, uh, we wouldn't be here. That's the bottom line. Just think about that. Secondly, I believe that God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, that he gives us our daily bread, right? He gives us all that we have, not just our being, but our house and home, children and wife, land, animals, food and drink, and all that I have, literally everything every day. Everything. He gives us our food and, and our families and our house and our roofs, right? Roof. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why I said roof like that. But we see right here that, again, it reminds us that God provides everything to support us in our body and life. And so it really puts into perspective of who God is for us and what he brings and provides for us by his love. Being bread. Not only that, there's more. Defense. I know I'm weird. Defense. We see he guards us from every evil, right? Physically, spiritually, the Lord defends us. And I think at the end of the day, uh, that defense is found in Jesus Christ. That not even death can assail us because Jesus died for our sins. God does this for you not out of any merit or worthiness in you. I think a lot of times people say, oh, if I do good, then God will give me good things. Or vice versa, if I do bad, uh, well, maybe I deserve this because, or the lack of things because I've done bad things in my life. No, God provides for everyone. And therefore, uh, uh, through his provisions, we thank him for all that we have, that we, uh, we, we thank, praise, uh, serve and obey him. That is our call in this life. This is our God. Now again, um, to review, uh, there is being bread and defense. Being bread and defense. And this is what we believe. 
a very faithful call as we trust in our Father as our all-powerful God. Now, when we speak of God, again, another thought that we need to understand is uh, when someone asks, who is God? Well, along with the creed comes his attributes. Attributes are characteristics of God uh, that describe his very essence. Right? Who is God? God is spirit, as it reads in John 4, 24. God is eternal, that he is uh, without beginning and without end, as it reads in Psalm 90, verses 1 to 2. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. God is immutable, that is, he is unchangeable. As it says in Malachi 3, verse 6, I, the Lord, do not change. Or Psalm 102, verse 27, You are the same, and your years have no end. Another description of God is that he is, as we talked about earlier, omnipotent, that he's all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing. Psalm 139, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. God is holy, just, and he is faithful. He keeps his promises. He is not fickle. It says in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verse 13, if we are faithless, which, yes, at times we can be, he remains faithful. God remains faithful with his promises, and that is Jesus. Forgiveness, life, salvation, providing. This is who your God is as your Father. That God is good. Psalm 118, verse 1, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy, or his steadfast love, endures forever. That God is merciful. He is gracious. But most importantly, God is love. 1 John 4, 8, God is love. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is who your God is. And that's very important to remember in light of what we just learned about what he provides. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, not three gods, but one God. And it is God the Father, as we see it today, who is the subject of what we are discussing. That yes, by His very creation, He created everything out of nothing. He didn't create everything out of something. God didn't come to the world. He didn't just see Play-Doh and say, oh, I'm going to build the world. God didn't come into the world uh, with Adam's already there. Um, and I know uh, many people believe in evolutionary theories. But God was there without beginning or end. He was there to create. And that's what we believe. It's called creatio ex nihilo. Created ek out of nihilo nothing. Right? Created everything out of nothing. And that clearly shows the power of God 
and his divine power in the creation. Therefore, because of creatio ex nihilo, all things are given by our God, and therefore we honor, serve, thank, praise, and obey him. And everything comes from him, nothing of ourselves. Right? We look at uh, the almightiness of God in Genesis 1 and 2, the creation uh, narrative. Um, there are many descriptions of God's creations, but I'll, I'll give you a couple. And I encourage you to go to the Bible and read this for yourself. Read Genesis 1 and 2. And there you'll find, well, so many different things by His Word that He created like that. Not in many years or many millions of years, but it says God created certain things in each day. And it shows how powerful God is by His Word. Yes, God is Almighty, and by His very Word, He breathed life into this world. In six days He created, and there by His Word we see in Genesis 1, God created the heavens and the earth, verse 1. Verse 3, God said, let there be light. Verse 24, God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds. Right? According to their kind. So God created uh, animals like cows and to be cows, and uh, he created uh, uh, seeds uh, to be seeds, right? Uh, flowers to be flowers. I told uh, uh, the confirmation kids the other day, we don't have uh, sea otters becoming flowers, right? That would be gnarly. Anyways, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but we have flowers becoming flowers and sea otters becoming sea otters. Uh, we have people becoming people. There's no crossover. That's very important to remember um, when speaking of God's creation. Verse 26, God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. If you look at Genesis 1 and 2, a lot of God said, 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 said. His word, his words, simple words that created by his powerful being um, as God uh, to make these things into existence. This is who our God is. Right? Not only do we know that God exists because of the creation, we look around us here in sunny California, uh, we have trees that are green, but some that are brown because it's so sunny. But we have the blue sky, we have the birds there on the, um, on the trees right there. And it reminds us that God has given us all these things. That He has a creative power to provide these things for us. And therefore we know that God exists. It's always a reminder to us. But also we know God exists because of that very nature of our conscience. Knowing that there is good and evil. Knowing that we have guilt in our conscience. Knowing that when I sin against um, Jeff here, um, I have a guilty conscience, or I should, right? Uh, all because, well, God has given us this conscience to know what is good and evil, to know what it means to trespass, um, to know that when we rob a bank, uh, we do run, right? Or many people who uh, commit a murder will run and flee from law enforcement because they very well know that it is wrong and evil. So the existence of God is shown to us uh, through these very means, but most importantly, uh, through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. And that is the Bible. So remember that this day. 
So as we uh, conclude here today on our first article of the Creed, yes, when I say I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, it reminds us again, of course, of what God has done for us. But also, it's a reminder of how it really puts into perspective our arrogance and pride. You know, I think a lot of times when we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, yes, it points us back to what He has done. But so many times it reminds us of how, how little we are, though at times we perceive ourselves as our own little gods. Right? I mean, it's so easy to think, I have my job, I have my bread, I've done this, I've, um, I have my family because of my efforts, I, I, I can defend myself from all things, I can do this myself. Um, but again, who gave you the uniqueness? You know, I can never be an engineer. I'm just not good at math. <laughs> you know, I, I can never be... a police officer. I'm just too nice. I, I could never, I'd probably never give a ticket because I feel compassion for everyone. Uh, when in fact I should be giving them tickets, right? Uh, I, I could never be uh, a bodybuilder because, well, I'm not as obvious as you know, I'm not, I'm not really muscularly inclined or I could never be a basketball player. I mean, after all, I'm only five, seven and a half on a good day. So we, we see that God made us in these different ways and that's why I'm a pastor. You know, I love people, I love the Word of God, and I love preaching, I love teaching, all these things. But again, not everyone could be a pastor, not everyone could be um, a technologically savvy savant like Jeff over here. Uh, we're all made in so many different ways and it's in those ways that God uses us. Remember, um, that He brings all that to the table. God provides you with your unique gifts. And therefore, He gives us, through those gifts, our jobs, our families. Um, he defends us against evil, the evil foe, the devil himself. And we must ask and always look at all the things in life. Who gave me my uniqueness? Who gave me my being? Who gives me that house that I live in? When I look at my food, who am I thanking? Do I close my eyes and say, um, I thank you to myself for all that I have done because I have this food today? And who does that? No, we pray and we give thanks to the Lord because He has given us that food on our plate. And until the day that He returns, we continue. It is our duty, it is our response in this faith that we thank, praise, serve, and obey Him. What a comforting gift knowing that you're not alone. God is with you and He continues to care for you in these ways. So friends, uh, remember that this day. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. God does the action, and that action is His creation. For you. Not out of any merit or worthiness in you, but out of His divine fatherly goodness. He loves you so much that He provides all these things for you. Therefore, we thank the Lord for all that He has done. Let us pray. And dear Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for this day, O Lord, that you have brought us to this time. We know that you have done all these things for us. He has given us our being, that you continue to grant us this daily bread, uh, that you continue to defend us against the protection of all evil. Uh, bless us in the faith 
to know that even in the midst of our own sinfulness, where our pride and our own little gods in our lives seem to take precedent over you, O Lord, uh, may your Holy Spirit uh, convict our hearts uh, to seek you, O Lord, as our all-powerful God. Bless us this day to thank, pray, serve, and obey you, knowing that you bring everything for us in your uh, grace and loving provisions. Um, bless us this day, and always keep us in your holy name. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this study on Luther's Small Catechism. We hope this was helpful as you grow in the Christian faith and study of the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us on the web at faithmorepark.com. Thank you.